Yo, so at, at Fenway, they have Wally and Tessie. And Tessie was running around skipping. She walked up to me while I was putting some stuff away. She came up behind my back and whispered in my ear, what up, nigga? In a deep-ass <laughs> voice. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, whoa, I think it's that, yo, up. I think I know who's going to be wearing that. It's that light-skinned dude. <laughs> with the big black glasses. I was not expecting yo. that, dog. <laughs> Welcome to Off The Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook and Shiz. It's Off The Rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? It's another episode of Off the Rip coming at you, fresh off the press. We here with the fellas. What's up? What's up? Shiz is popping. Yo, yo, yo. What's goody? Green out in the mountains. I'm from Vermont, baby. The, the what's up? What's the up? Said the Appalachians. We up, we up there. Uh, Appalachians. Appalachians. So we got we got Trev on the ones and twos back from the ones and twos. Boop, 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 boop. And Mook, what's going on, Mook? Mook is uh, not Bro, with Mook us right cool now. With you. Oh, he's j- you. <laughs> Stupid. Perfect impression. <laughs> Yo, so what's popping, fellas? How y'all been? Anything y'all want to get off our chest before we dive into it? Or to get into the nitty gritty. Um, I, you know, I was just thinking that um, I just want to ask our fans, um, what month do all the white girls meet together to decide what they're going to wear in the summer? Because um, they, they pretty much, it's, you know, some kind of tank top that's white, potentially either some flip-flops or dirty forces, and then some jeans that they perfectly cut in a straight line across the legs or converse but for some reason they're still like frilly pieces of the jeans even though they're perfectly cut straight i don't get it, I don't get it. it's not lit it doesn't look terrible but it's like how do y'all coordinate this is it meeting These on TikTok are questions now? yeah i don't know that that's what's on my mind it's the question of the day question of the month yeah. from tp yeah. it's an important one may, may i ask where that uh observation came from Wait, what? Uh, Fenway Park. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Yeah, I just been, I just, just been seeing around. I'm like, hmm, what month do they meet up? Like, when do they decide this? That's an interesting place to conduct your research. Oh yeah, you can. There's a lot of market research out there. <laughs> oh man, that shit's hilarious. Not the dirty forces though. Yeah, yo. It's like, y'all can't even just get a little napkin, wipe them down a little bit, <laughs> like a napkin. Uh, just a little something. Uh, they just be kicking rocks to, on purpose. Yo, but I feel like, honestly, I feel like that's a different stunt, right? Like when we wear Air Forces, them shit's got to be crisp, right? They got to be nice and white. But if you if you flip that, right, and you dirty them shits up, it it's like, matter. yo, I can have them, but I'm going to rock them anyway any way I want, dirty them up because I got the money to replace them and I could dirty them shits up again. So I feel yeah, like I, it's a weird flex. It's a weird flex, white women. <laughs> I, I can see that because one of my boys who um, he has one of those professions that you can't necessarily pay your taxes to clearly and um, 
he be skating in like Balenciaga flats, like boom, skateboarding, rip them up, or like mad exclusive Travis Scott joints and stuff because he has that disposable income. And niggas be at him on um, Instagram and stuff like, yo, how are you gonna skate those? And he's like, I got it like that. Like, I don't gotta pay for health insurance. Like, what you mean? Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, I got a bone well, to pick with these. I uh, see that flex. Yeah, I got a bone to pick with these uh, Travis Scott sneaker winning drawing people because it's a bunch of little same. kids named Timmy with, that know how to make robots on the computer. It's crazy. <laughs> well, like heavy set niggas that got their got their their shoes leaning, bro, a certain way. It's just and they over there breathing like. Nerves. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not gonna let you play. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about <laughs> you, bro. God. That's crazy. Wasn't, wasn't hey, keep it real, crazy, bro. Keep it, keep it above. Nah, but you be working, bro. It's not you. I'm not my, talking about you, bro. I'm my talking shoes about, don't be leaning, all right? Yeah, your shoes, your, shoe, your shoes don't lean, bro. I'm, talk, I'm talking. You're talking about like, the sweaties. You're like, talking about yo, the sweaties. Like some the big niggas that, that don't just, be washing under their crevices. Hip. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's crazy. It's crazy watching uh, the worst of the Uggs. The frayed Uggs that be leaning to the side. Oh, the yo, who? y'all got to get rid of when, when girls be rocking oh, them hugs. Yeah, be nah, nah, the nah. See, I'm not, I'm gonna stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay out of that one. That's yo. crazy. It's uh, like, yo, give it up. That's, that's Rash- Rashawn had a couple of them in college. That's why he's staying out of it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> right. It's like, yo, you know, you feel that asphalt under your foot. Them shits are leading too far. Yo, like. that used to be the style for girls, though, like the leggings and the Uggs, bro. Yeah. I'm like, no one, no one, damn well, your feet are hot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sweaty ass. Yeah, yeah summertime Uggs is wild. Bro. Hmm. Oh, man. What we getting into? Man, let's talk about this this uproar with uh, Black Panther. Everybody, All right, uproar, uproars, uproars a little exaggerated. Okay, yeah, because you think uh, you think it's like just I feel like that, it's being that, celebrated that right now. It, yeah, it, it might be a, a vocal minority of people. That okay, have there this we view. go. I'm, I like I'm, that. Read I like Ooh. that. Yeah. But, all right, so I, I, top. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll give you some background and we're going to hear from the Marvel expert himself, along with the rest of our guys here. But so as people know, the new Black Panther um, is coming out soon. And so they released a teaser trailer. <clears throat> what was it? A couple of days ago, just recently this past week. And also, wait, did you all know that that was Thames singing? Have you guys seen the trailer? Everybody seen it? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's I didn't Thames. know that was Thames singing. No one. Yo, Thames been killing it lately. First bro, of all. she's mad talented. She's bro. crushing it. Shout out to Thames. But so uh, you see the trailer. Everybody sees kind of what's going down. You, you get an idea for what to expect. With that trailer, you get people that love it. You get people that hate it. And you get something in between. What we've seen is this as I said, a vocal minority of people that are really upset with the trailer and really upset with what they think the movie is going to be about. Mainly the issue of recasting um, Black Panther. As we know, rest in peace, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Boseman. But people are seeming very, seem to be really upset about the idea of if they're going to recast Black Panther and the future of Black Panther in the Marvel Universe. And so you've got really what it comes down to is, you know, some tweets that got some retweets and got some notoriety of uh, people being upset with the director, Ryan Coogler. Is that how you pronounce his last yep. name? Yeah. Ryan Coogler. Um, and how, again, this is all 
assumption because we haven't seen the movie yet. So people are assuming how it's going to play out. But people being upset with um, Black Panther being recasted or not being recasted, this being a tribute to Chadwick, um, people go on to say, I'll get into some of the tweets a little later after I hear you guys' opinion, but just having some very strong reactions to seeing a teaser, to seeing what comes down to two minutes of the movie. And so we kind of looked at the article, we looked at some of the tweets. I want to get your guys' feedback. What did you guys think from some of the tweets uh, that you guys saw and going through the article? Um, I didn't see any of the tweets, but I thought the trailer was dope. Um, I have a question for y'all, though. Did Chadwick Boseman record anything for this movie prior to his death? Because I thought at, at, at the at the end, right, at the end of the trailer, we saw, like, Black Panther. And I'm like, oh, shit, you could do anything with CGI now, right? So mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to have, like, a cameo in this upcoming um, movie, first and foremost. As Black Panther, yeah, that's an interesting question. Because I, no, think- I don't think I don't think he shot anything. I could be wrong, but I don't think he shot anything. Um, there's speculation over who's in the suit, and you know that could get into spoiler territory. So I don't want to go into that. Uh, but, but, but from but from what I gather from the trailer, I think it's geared towards like a lot of the black queens and uplifting the black queens in like uh, Wakanda, right? Like, exactly. isn't that what no, no, that's, that's geared towards? That is that is for sure. So so what do you think? So what's the what's the Kareem said there was like some some backlash. I'm trying to get into that. Right. Or there was some there was some. uh, Yeah. So so the backlash is people feel that the character T'Challa slash Black Panther, really T'Challa, who they're talking about, because you can replace the Black Panther. You can put anybody in the Black Panther suit. So really they're talking about T'Challa. They're saying he's not getting his due respect in that he's such a pivotal character that you can't just drop him out the story and still continue with the narrative mm. because it doesn't make sense. Uh, because the way that the story was going, T'Challa didn't die in the, and now they're right. Now they're adjusting and writing him out. Like he has so many other stories to go that uh, continue that they could continue with. For example, he gets married to Storm and that's one of the biggest uh, power couples, Storm from the X-Men. Oh wow! That's one of the that's one of the biggest power couples in the in uh, all the comics. And so I'm sure people were looking forward to seeing that. But now that you kill him off, it's like, are we ever going to see that? So you know, so people are concerned about that. But again, like I said, you can just make different uh, iterations later on, especially with all this multiverse stuff that's going on. You just have different versions of the character coming. But um, yeah. So so again, to to put it in other terms, it's like. Again, you have um, a Batman, but you say, you know what? I'm not going to use Bruce Wayne. I'm going to use a different person. Mm. And then that takes away part of the, the joy of seeing Batman is like seeing Bruce Wayne, seeing the billionaire, seeing the dude with the Lambo, you know, seeing the Playboy, seeing all that. You take that away from Batman, that kind of takes away most of the characters, you know? Um, imagine <laughs> imagine Robert Downey, uh, Iron Man without Robert Downey Jr. You know? Yeah. So... So, you know, he kind of makes the character. So to see it without that, it's kind of like, well, what the heck? We shouldn't, we shouldn't uh, just go on without Tony Stark. We should find somebody who can replace Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But so on and well, so forth. And what's interesting yeah. is that you've got family members and people saying that Chadwick's family has said that they would want T'Challa recasted. They wouldn't want his character just killed off and... Again, maybe speaking for him, but saying Chadwick wouldn't want this. They would want T'Challa to be continued. 
Um, yeah, so to I your, think that to your could point, be, D. I, yeah, I, I, my bad, Reem. You're probably about to say what I'm saying, but I think that could be like they just want him recast eventually, not necessarily in this right specific now, yeah. story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, who would mm-hmm. be the perfect recast? Like, if y'all were a part of the casting team, who would you recast as the next Black Panther? They should go a little bit into the future and make it Idris Elba. I was near it. Like, Trevor, you might so have older. Yeah. 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 Fuck that Jay's Bond bullshit. They've been playing my man. So put, put him on Black Panther. Yeah. That'd be See, dope. I say they already, they already have the perfect, oh, not the perfect, but they already have an opportunity to to use what they have, and they just make Michael B. Jordan the new Black Panther. Nah. I was going to say the same thing. Nah. I was going to say the same thing. That would give views. No. I he's mean, Ryan Coogler, that's his boy, too, he's right? In the first boys. He's Killmonger. It's, it makes sense story-wise. Yeah. It, it does, it does, dope. but I don't want that. So I'm saying, <laughs> I, don't what want I, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think it would be a dope character progression to see him go from villain to hero. Because, yeah, you know, he, was, nice. he wasn't wrong. His ideas weren't wrong. He yeah. just went about it the wrong way. That's he true. Went around, he went around it the light skin way. <laughs> nah. Oh, some of the some yeah. of the light skin dudes just, on this on this. I don't, know about, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to spark con- controversy. To be honest, like, do I want to claim that? I don't know. Because he he know. actually went very black Air Forces. To be honest, so yeah, I was gonna say he kind of did some shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Hmm. He, was, he was straight up with it. Yeah, I think what, what stood out to me was this tweet about God forbid if Tom Holland died, they would not kill off Peter Parker. If Robert Patterson died, they wouldn't recap or they wouldn't stop recasting Bruce Wayne. Like what you said, the um, like if these characters, if the actors that played these characters died, you wouldn't just stop recasting them. You wouldn't just make a new character to be them. And so I think that's what people are getting at with T'Challa. But I think the other end of that is what you alluded to, D, is that we haven't even seen the movie yet, so we're not sure what's going to happen. And who's to say they don't recast T'Challa in another MCU, you know, movie, right? So, like, there's so much possibility for it. My sense is people are getting or overreacting to just a really short tra- trailer and being really upset with what they think is going to happen, having no idea what the possibilities are, what the actual plan is for T'Challa's character and Black Panther going forward. Yo, and my thing, too, is, like, What's unique about the, like the way the story works and the for like Wakanda and stuff is that the Black Panther is passed down. Like those powers are passed down based on how they run their um their monarchy or whatever. So it makes more sense for someone else to be it versus like Spider Man got bit by a radioactive spider. The a bunch of them spiders ain't just walking around to bite some other nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> it makes it a lot more sense for them to be able to pass it down with their natural resources and stuff versus like Batman, like ain't enough niggas that got parent mommy and daddy issues enough to go start beating niggas asses and getting ass beat. Like it just matches more with the black Panther. If they decide to pass it to someone else. That's dope. It's like a rites of passage to become the next black Panther. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And and also like, all those examples that they used of different characters being uh, utilized or recast, it doesn't take into effect what actually happened here. Mm. Still in the middle of a story and Chad was passed away. Mm. Like they were at the end of a story or starting a new one and needed to recast somebody. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's nuance to this situation. And like, people just gotta let that play out. Some people just be hoping shit is racist too. I'm like, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I think it should be a little like, where that racist shit at? Like just getting mm. a magnifying glass out and trying to flip shit instead of just. That's the trauma, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, so that's something else to it. What do you guys think? So in this article, they talk about this is the biggest attack on A-list um, MCU character, and that this is profiting off of black trauma. What do you guys make of of those kind of comments like that? But do you Coming think it can, do you think it just could be triggering for people? Like we could write a story and then we could just erase it just as fast. I I get the concept of that and why that might be triggering. Right. But I've, I feel like that's a stretch. I feel like anybody who's actually triggered by that is really reaching to find a reason to be bothered by it. So I think if you take it for face value and you realize that this is uh, a movie and entertainment, mm-hmm. I, I think you'd be able to separate that. But I, I get, you know, maybe some like I, I can see where somebody could reach far enough to see like historically or, or just in, in the past why this would be bothersome. And then right. you put the racial tags on it and then it kind of gets blown up. But I, I feel like it's something that's really kind of being a reach. It's really being like, you're, I don't want to say overreacting, but I, I think people are, are making too much about it before actually seeing the movie and actually seeing what the plans are and, and how it's going to be portrayed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get based off of the examples that you guys use, like you guys talked about Spider-Man, right? Like the actor could die, but Spider-Man continues to live on in multiple universes. Black Panther was arguably like a moment. All right, we gave niggas what they wanted. Now it's time to kill it off. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, I I definitely- definitely, No, but that that ignores the circumstances of what actually happened. Yeah. My man did a plan to get cancer. He didn't even tell nobody he got cancer. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like, I'm playing like- They couldn't even plan for this. Yeah, that's why I'm like, people need to relax a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point is that this is probably just the best idea on short notice of how to deal with it. And once they finish this and have more time to plan the next Black Panther, maybe you'll see a more uh, different, uh, a different plan, a different execution of it. Yeah, it's it is something people. People have a way of uh, what would be the word uh, of making this kind stuff of high... about them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a yeah, lot. Very that's a real so. indicative of the time that people always want to make stuff about them, mm. about their mm. about their quote unquote oppression, which really is like, all right, come on, bro. Like, yeah, this ain't the same. The same. What we need like... to be complaining about. There's right. other stuff that's going on that that actually is an issue. You know. So let's let's just look at that and not look at how T'Challa is not getting recast in this strenuous circumstance. Yeah. Right. And then this this other tweet from the article says everyone is saying recast T'Challa, hashtag recast T'Challa, but y'all will be the first ones pissed off when the person doesn't give the same charisma Chadwick gave Black Panther. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen is whoever they recast is gonna get this criticism of. Yeah, but it's not Chadwick. It's not the same. And maybe they like it. Maybe they don't. But like, that's just society is, is like you said, the people are kind of making it very personal. They're, they're kind of hijacking it um, to their own views as opposed to what the movie's about or what they're hoping for it to be about. 
Yeah, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you think that's what those uh, Sesame Street mascots said? Mm-hmm. I don't Segway, know. Segway God today. Yes, sir. So What's we got going on with uh, Sesame Street. So we got the first one that I've seen. Um, I don't even know what that fucking character was, but he was walking down the street. Um, two little black queens was like, oh, come here. Like, hey, like, you know, calling out his name. Was it Grover or something? I don't know. But he was calling him out or whatever. And he's dapping up all the other little kids. And then he literally gets to these two little girls and wags his finger and says no. And then keeps moving. And allegedly after that video stopped there, but allegedly the mom said he went on to the next kids and was showing them love, saying hi and everything after that. Um, so she's suing them for, um, for I guess, basically just discrimination. Um, Racial discrimination. And, yeah. And it's crazy because you could really see the look on the kid's face like, yo, wait, what? Like he was saying hi to everybody. He's just not going to say hi to me. Like that shit broke my heart, bro. And, you know, and it's unfortunate that like, those little kids look so resilient like it's not the first time they probably experienced microaggressions like that even at like probably like fucking seven-year-olds and then there's yeah. another instance at uh disney world and this one is far more egregious because it was over time where um rapunzel was um you know showing love to a lot of the little her little fans and um the little girl was really excited. Mom was like, yo, go make sure there's a line. Go, go, go to the back of the line. Go to the back of the line. Make sure the girl showed up with her manners and everything. And there wasn't necessarily a line. It was kind of like a huddle. So she waited her turn on the side. And when it, you know, when it was clear for her to come up, Rapunzel just started walking away. And then so, you know, benefit of the doubt, the little girl's yes. like, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. And then the mom is like, wait, hold up. Excuse me, miss. Like, all respectful. Like, excuse me, miss. Excuse me, miss. And she continues to walk. Um, until she gets maybe about 20 yards away and another group of little girls comes up with dolls and they're showing her like, oh, look at the dolls and she's interacting, you know, giving them the time of the day. And then very, at the, the mom's like, oh, this is like Sesame Street, huh? Which is crazy that she already made that connection in the moment. And then as the video ends, um, you kind of see the little girl still trying because, you know, she's not mm. connecting like, oh, this lady racist, still trying to get over there and you could see, like, she kind of gives her the time of day because, like, all right, I can't super duper blatantly biased and kind of looks at her like, oh, hey, hey, and then the video ends because mom's probably like, all right, fuck this bitch. Yo, if that was my mom, she would have pulled the shit out of Rapunzel's head, though. <laughs> she, she would, she, yo, that would have been a core memory of seeing Rapunzel get her ass beat because <laughs> you just don't. You just don't do that. It's crazy. And it's it's sad to be like a parent to, and to see your hard, kid. Bro. Yeah, like your she kid. She walked away and they were calling her and she just didn't look back or anything. Yeah, that's crazy. The craziest that's part bad. about that is like, bro, like that's literally your job. Right? Like, <laughs> like it's not like it's not like you're an athlete or celebrity where it's like that's like, you know, that comes with the territory. It's like, like I can't get mad. Like obviously, like you want to see athletes and 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 entertainers and stuff like that saying hi to people and stuff like that but like you don't know what's going on with that but like you're in disney world like your job is literally to walk around take pictures with people you know like just make little kids days and stuff like that like you aren't legitimately rapunzel like you aren't that person so it's not like you're famous your job is to take pictures with little kids 
Yeah, and then just to go into a job like that with such a large bias, like you're not going to encounter people who make you feel, regardless of the justification of it, for people who make you feel comfortable or people who you don't want to be around and to pick a job like that, I mean, it's absurd. And it's, I mean, it's just not only racist and biased, but it's just like privilege too. Like, oh, I can get this job and probably this can't be the first time she's made those kind of decisions or those characters have made those kind of decisions as people and they've been getting away with it. And now they got caught on tape. Yeah, I was talking to my cousin who um, works, actually used to work for Disney. Did one of those little like year or two year programs like right after high school. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that what, sh- what this character did, cause I asked him, I was like, so is there any like it- it- perspective or insight you can give me from like being someone who used to work at Disney? Like, is there any way that you could explain this? And he was like, absolutely, positively not. There's no mm-hmm. way that you can justify what this woman did. She said, he said, the only thing you can think of is if they're supposed to be off the, the if they're supposed to be off the floor or off of the park at 1107, you know, you start moving at 1106 because you can't have two characters on the floor at the same time. But he said that they always get, they always get the direction to make Disney magic. And that means do whatever you can to go over above and over the top. You go above and over the top for the uh, kids who are there to make that Disney moment or Disney magic. So Rapunzel should have went out of her way to stop that, to stop and acknowledge that girl to make her dead. And on top of that, they have attendants who are with them. So he said, not only did Rapunzel mess up, whoever was attending with her messed up as well. Who wow. should have taken note of the girl who was uh, who was looking uh, to have this moment with Rapunzel, and that he should have been more uh, vocal, saying, "No, Rapunzel, hold on a second, instead of just waving at her or whatever he did. And so he said, it, "It's twofold, and there's no there's no explanation, no rhyme, rhythm, or reason for why she acted like that towards that little girl." That's good investigative journaling right there, D. Getting his getting his sources in. Yeah, I think that's what I try to look at is I try to explain away why the Sesame Street instance and then Rapunzel, why this would happen. I I had a really tough time trying to to justify how this happens. You know, Did you like, hear how they were trying to justify it? No. So I don't know who the radio pundits were, but um, it was a black guy and a white woman and they were discussing it. And of course, the white woman wanted to, you know, just idealism. I, I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She wanted to believe that it had something to do with the way the costume is made because the eyes are above the mouth, but the, the characters inside are actually looking through the mouth. So their argument was all like, she made me not even seem the actor didn't see the kids. This is um the Sesame Street incident. Okay. Um, the, the um, actor may have not seen the kids and it looked like it because of the eyes. And the black guy was like, yeah, but like they're lower. Like, so it's still in the same line of vision, you know? Mm. And like, the, it's not their first time wearing a costume. Like they know how to like, how they have to move their heads to make sure they can see where they're going and everything like that. So that, but that's how they try to justify like, oh, maybe we should change the design of the costumes. So this doesn't happen again. Like what? <laughs> regardless regardless they were they were talking to them though like you still heard the person yeah like yeah. making like me and, and yeah. you saw you, you saw enough of them to wave your finger at them 
Yep. Right. You walked up to the point to tell them no. Yeah. She tried that narrative. That's a yeah. terrible excuse to trying to justify. <laughs> yeah. like, he just poked holes in that all over. Yeah, and then the guy, the guy was like be, be, being mad professional. She's like, "Oh, it's always a pleasure talking to you." <laughs> and he's trying to be like, "You bitch, you." It's like get uh, off my show. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's probably no justification for it, and it's just like you said, T. It, it's, it's sad to see because the people are assholes, but like you really worry about the kids more. And yeah, bro. T mentioned that like the kids just kind of like took it and it sounds like they moved on, but like why they shouldn't have to. Like, why are kids exactly. like prepared to deal with that? Like a kid, a kid, a kid shouldn't feel right. A kid shouldn't feel rejected by Grover, by Rapunzel, by Mickey. Like those are people that the kids should never feel rejected by. Those are they you know mascots at a part. Exactly. So they're supposed to make kids feel special. Like it just shouldn't happen. It's terrible that uh, kids feel that way at all when they go to a place to get attention, to get love from these characters. That's that's sad, man. It really is. I wonder if they're gonna take the like, if they're gonna get doxxed. People are gonna find out who these people actually are, like under. The oh costumes. yeah, I was wondering on that too. I know the Sesame Street one. The family sued for twenty five million for racial discrimination. So that's that's Yo, gonna be know, an interesting one. Lawyers like Johnny Cochran was just like wiping their hands and doing a Birdman. Oh hell yeah, Birdman! Call them up. Hey, Twenty five mil for looking past two kids. That that employee's hurt right now. So, he said, bro, "Throw me ten percent and I'm pro bono." Bro, yeah, that's a, it's nothing. Twenty five million probably is gonna be like, "Yo, let's settle for 12. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. They got the bag. It's gonna be a deal. Like, let's yeah, bring our kids. Let's bring our kids to. Let's, let's bring our kids down. Right. There. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, get, get, controversy. A video, get a video. Distract them. Walking away. <laughs> no, I will bring my get kid. It, and I'm gonna have it together. Grouch. Together. Grouch. Have my kid looking dirty as hell, so they don't even want to go say hi to him. I'm like, ah, ah, nope. Sue him. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Fun. Oh man. Say, <laughs> nah, your your kids actually just stink. That's why I didn't say hi to them. What if, what if they said? What if they said that you got some dirty ass kids? That's why I didn't say hi to you. Now nah, that's a form of discrimination too. Like, yo, you can't tell me my kids stink, bro. Nah, like, you discriminating. You discriminating against my nose. I'm in this hot ass outfit. You know, y'all better chill out. Take two steps back, six feet. Six feet. He said <laughs> discriminated against my nose. <laughs> That's that's what my excuse would have been. I said, no, nah, you nah, can't. Your child nasty. discriminated that hygiene, bro. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't know what y'all got going on at home, but niggas got, bi- niggas got biased, biased towards soap. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Well, yo, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Your kids already smelling like this. <laughs> yo. That's yeah, crazy. But, but also just like, man, what a mindset to be a person who does that job. Just enjoy, and the people who actually do their jobs, like who actually do it well, like yeah, good for the good for them. Because Lord knows, I would be kicking kids left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like Dre in the club, kneeing people in the head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a I deep feel like cut. If I was Shout out to a cut, yo! Shout out to D. <laughs> Shout out Dre. <laughs> Shout out to Dre, bro. <laughs> I think I was Man. a mascot too. I would just get tired of like, yo, y'all know I'm not real, right? Like, 
Like, oh, see, see, he would, T would do that. <laughs> Crushing like, dreams. Yo, so at, at Fenway, they have Wally and Tessie. And Tessie was running around skipping. And she walked up to me. I was putting some stuff away. She came up behind my back and whispered in my ear, what up, nigga? In a deep ass voice. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, it, whoa, I think it's that, yo, I think I know who's who be wearing that. It's that light skin dude. Oh. With the big black glasses, I was not expecting Yo. that. Dog. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's mad. <laughs> and, then, and, then skip, and then he skipped. And then he skipped away. <laughs> she skipped away. I was like, "What wow. just happened?" <laughs> Felt violated. Yo, <laughs> I think I know the kid that um be wearing that costume. I talked to him for thirty seconds. Like this kid is lame. Okay. <laughs> Like he was not like, yo, it's, it's yo, a good thing he don't talk in that. No, costume. really, but no cap. It take a special kind of person to put on that that suit, bro. Yo, I've been in a room where they be airing that shit out. It smells terrible. <laughs> you, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? When they be storing, it's yo, they gotta give them an actual. Them. They gotta give them an actual locker, bro. They just give them a little closet to the side. Yeah. Like oh, you said a closet, they get, bro. They gave them no an old way. ticket booth. They got TV in there, though. They got TV in there. It's not even enough space for both of them probably to get dressed at the same time. <laughs> Yo, how oh early God. do they have to be for the games? Like, how early do they have to show not up? Not that early. They don't They don't pull up till like, you the know, third second, inning. Yeah, third second, third inning. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they probably get there after the start of game time. How much they get paid to do that? Not can't know, be man. can't be more can't than can't be enough. <laughs> yeah, not enough. That's the answer to that. Let me tell you that not enough. <laughs> not to do a job like that in a hot sun. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shit's t- yo. And it, the, the main it, area where they actually like perform and do all their shit, it, there's no roof. It's it's just it's literally mm. the hottest part of the park. Nah, couldn't be me. Yo, you just see, you see Wally just fall out, bro. Like I think it's like two or three exhaustion. people between the two. Nah, yo, Wally, Wally got extra endurance, bro. He might have got bit by a, a radioactive spider because the way he be out there in the sun. He really do be dude. out there. <laughs> Has to be a little more low key. That is so fun. We're going to have to start this episode with that story, bro. That shit is so funny, bro. Imagine <laughs> this mascot coming up behind you. <laughs> right now, you're supposed to talk. Almost gave him an uppercut. Like that Snapchat filter with a person. Yeah, I was about to say, you seen those? <laughs> Yo, those those Snapchats are hilarious. That's that crazy. dude that pop up behind you. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's too funny. Yo, Rashawn, they got a ball filter just in case you want to, you know, test test it out. See a couple couple years into the future. You said what? <laughs> they got what a ball see? filter. Dang. <laughs> Yo. You know, I don't even know if that's a couple years, a couple months into the future. I don't oh, know. Oh, here I'm we go. Wow, that's that's what we doing, bro. Damn, I just see uh, I just see Rashad. Pedro. Pedro's working clean? wonders right now. Yo, yeah, shout out to shout out to my man Pedro, bro. He's reviving hairlines gonna, and lives. I was gonna say, do you think you think Rashad's gonna go ball before or after that Saudi Arabia building built? You said what? Oh, <laughs> I just see Rashad looking into the abyss like damn. Yo, I'm counting it down. Yo, my, uh, my joint's hanging on, bro. Honestly. It's your crispy right now. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep. But you, I mean, you, you, you like, you like, too, you like two, months for, two months away from the J story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's you the, you got the, you say you got the spray know, on. That's the that's the spray on lineup filling the filling <laughs> the dead spots. Hey yo, but his nigga be messing up index card. Sent me some up. pictures. He sent me some pictures of him in the pool. I was trying to look to see if the shoe black was running off. The he was good. He was good. He was good. He was good. My boy was good. He was all right. With the he said he had the Carlos like, right, Boozer. Shit. Yo, shut up, boy. Carlos Boozer. Yeah, he had the Rudy Giuliani. Yo, Yo keep on playing around. I'll come, up, I'll come up on this podcast next week with some dreads, bro. <laughs> Yo. All right. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, get the man weed. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. Yo, Jimmy yeah. Butler was wild for that. Let's, um, Yo. we could dig. I'm I want to. So he woke up. Say, I want to be a bad bitch today. <laughs> Basically, because <laughs> the dress, the faux locks didn't even look like, like they looked like how the ones the girls be wearing. Like, nah, they, that whole they didn't situation look was natural wild, bro. Enough. What's he doing? Yo, T, you can say it, dog. Not the ones the girls. You can say it, dude. The studs. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> She had them stud locks. <laughs> Yo, y'all gonna have to edit this out, bro. I can't. I can't with y'all. We got to end right like, here. We got to end like, right here, bro. Y'all you know you got a patty under all them fake locks. Stop playing with me. Yeah, you, ring, ring. We could just end on a lighter note with the the quarterback. Joint yeah, let's let's, let's, let's talk about some of these articles right here. And my man Jimmy Butler go to Roxbury Community College and clean up. Let me oh, tell you that. Oh my god. All right. All right. We, we, we ain't gonna talk about Roxbury yeah, right yeah. now. Wow. <laughs> Yo, just the way that you like stereotype that school, bro. I can see it. Like, that's crazy. Are you too much, Steve? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> you go to Mount Holyoke College and clean up. <laughs> Stupid. Mount Holyoke. Stupid. He probably wrap, wrapping his chest up for extra extra effect just so they think, you know, so they know. You want him, man. <laughs> Y'all too much. God. Y'all too much. We all we gonna stick with sports though. Y'all brought up Jimmy. So there's been there's been quite a few uh quotes and anonymous quotes coming out lately um uh, about some of the quarterbacks in the NFL, namely a very specific group of quarterbacks. And so I'm just going to go over some of these quotes very much to you. Very much. I agree. And I just want, I just, good guess. Good guess. So let me let me read you this first quote about Lamar. Um, I don't give a shit if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. Anonymous defensive coordinator on Lamar Jackson, Jackson via the athletic. Thoughts? That's crazy. I mean, he is a bitch for not putting his name out there, but. Okay. Because he knows what Jay Z What did he say, D? I don't what, know who you go with. What, you talking about OJ? Yeah. Story OJ? Yeah. Yes. You know, light nigga. nigga, dark nigga, poor nigga, real nigga, nigga, rich nigga. Yeah. Still nigga. Yeah. Me, me and Mook had this conversation, this discussion about Lamar and his draft class. And it like, it's Lamar and Josh Allen, one and two, depending on how you look at it. Everybody else is far away third from them. So it's a joke to disrespect Lamar in this way and to say he's not a one in the league. When you think about some of the quarterbacks that are starting in this league, it's 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 just laughable. to say he's not a number one. Like, what? Like, (laughs) if if you want to argue that he's... With the NFL MVP under his belt. Exactly, with an MVP. Like, what were you saying? If you want to argue that he is not the most polished thrower... 
his rookie year, you can make that argument. Now you can't really because he's up there in the top tier for passing yards, passing touchdowns, efficiency in that sense. So you can't even argue like he's made improvements. What do you expect him to do? Go from where he was to a Peyton Manning to a Tom Brady? Like that's not what he's going to do, but he's a good thrower of the football now, a better thrower yeah. than probably most quarterbacks. It's, Yo, it's a Mark joke to Sanchez say that. All them, they let Mark Sanchez have all that time. Bro. D. Mark Sanchez is Lamar bro. Jackson with the MVP be a number one in the league, bro. Come on. Right. Yeah. While he's Yo. getting to the playoffs. like Yo, and no on. disrespect to Russell Wilson, but, I mean, the mobile quarterback. What do you think the dip? How come they don't talk about, like, talk, say that about Russell Wilson? You mm-hmm. know why. Yeah, you why? Know why? Say it. Say it. <laughs> You know why he's the he's their the prototypical clean cut cut <laughs> yeah, guy. He, he, yep. He's one of the good, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the yeah. he's one of the good ones. One yeah, yeah. gross. Is yeah. <laughs> good Christian yeah. man. He's the one. He's the one you put in the house. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I see. I see. I That's I'm not calling thinking. him that. I'm not calling him that. But that's just how, how they see it. That's how they see him. Yeah, they don't see him as a threat. Too much slander for being quote unquote square. I think he gets. Way too much slander for being square. Back, he bags Sierra, so he can't be that square. Right, yeah, right, right. Right. right, bro. Yeah, right. So come on now. So, and, so we and, got and had a holdout. So that's another. We can get into that. That's that's for the paid and, content. Yeah, yeah <laughs> playing, the paid content. Playing, playing yeah. football with future son. Another Jay Z line. <laughs> yeah. So we got anonymous uh, defensive coordinators making comments about Lamar. The next one we got is this quote. Uh, regarding Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Take his first read away. What does he do? He runs, he scrambles, and plays street ball, which... Stop him. Stop him then. Right, which is my exact point, D, which surface <laughs> level maybe is not a dig, but you read between the lines and you understand what he's saying. It, it he is a dig because he, he says street ball. Well it, yeah. it, it, well, it is because it's very much a dig, but it's deeper than just what he's saying, right? Because he's saying a, a multiple things, that he's not smart enough to make a second or third read that he's just winging it when he's playing football and he's not, you know, preparing for these things. He's not doing these things on purpose. He's just going off, you know, the, the, the luck, which is blasphemy as Stephen A would say for a Super Bowl winning quarterback to say something about that. Like Mahomes has been that he's been that guy in the league. Put up like 50 points a game. Wasn't the defense that was carrying up to that. No. And this is a, an anonymous defensive play caller. Um, so not defensive coordinator, but just defensive play caller. Could be a defensive Yo, Sean, coordinator, Sean I guess. Sean Garrett, but... you need to get off these burners. Bro, is, and, and this is my thing, is that I don't like empowering these guys to make these anonymous quotes like this. Like, I get that the athletic wants to get these, these stories out, and it, it's, it's interesting. But at the same time, I don't like, like encouraging people to make these anonymous quotes that are just – like if you feel this way about that guy, say it, and then when you guys match up this season, see what happens. Like, right. you're you're not putting your name on it because you know it's bulletin board material, and he will go off if he's going to play against your team. Or the other reason is because your team would look at you like you're stupid and fire you for saying some dumb shit like that about a top quarterback in the league. Like, you you're not going to disrespect Lamar and say he's not a danger playing against him. You're not going to disrespect Pat Mahomes and say he's not going to be able to make second and third reads and make plays. Like, to be a defensive play caller and say something like that, I, I get there's some competitiveness and you want to downplay how good he is. 
I, I just hope that they're recognizing how good he is. And I'm guessing this is probably a team that's getting smashed by them every week they play. And my question really is just, you know, we got black quarterbacks, won Super Bowls and stuff. Why is this narrative of black people being less intelligent exists? Like we, we've had a black president. We've had, there's black intellectuals still making, we've got Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's my guy. You know, I call him all the time. Um, but like, still we have like, like it's established. Like there, there are inte- highly intelligent people of color of all races, but somehow the NFL just gives you that like slave master mentality where they still like feel like they're pulling the strings. Hey, we got a few other slaves directing the slaves here as head coaches. But like at the end of the day, like we still, the owners are pulling the strings or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how has it not been even diminished a little bit? So here's my biggest question, right? Okay. So give me, okay, can we all agree, like, our top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now? We'd say, okay, Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, we'll say whoever, whoever else you want to put in. Like, you have to put, you have to put Lamar Jackson, a fully healthy Lamar Jackson in that top five, no matter how you slice it. Slice it. Everybody, like, so in love with Justin Herbert just because, you know, he has a great arm and stuff like that. He's a really good quarterback. But he's been in the NFL three years and has not made the playoffs one time. Like, why is that a knock on him? Like, why can't someone say he can't find a way to win games? It's really mm-hmm. only the only reason why we ever like bring up Lamar Jackson because he can't win a playoff game. What if your bet, whatever you call your best quarterback in the league, like can't win a playoff, like can't can't win a Super Bowl, like can't get to the playoffs? Like, why mm-hmm. is it never a knock on? on Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't won a Super Bowl since 2010, but is regarded as one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but hasn't won a Super Bowl since his like first season starting as a quarterback. And I think there's also this correlation between athletic black quarterbacks and quarterbacks that run as like their primary or secondary option. And, and that adds to a lot of the Oh, you see, he's not a good quarterback. He's just athletic and can throw the ball a little bit, which is another knock on on black quarterbacks. Um, and I think that's kind of what you see, what you saw people try to box Lamar in as is he's just super athletic. Like you look at his Louisville highlights. Oh, he's just super athletic and can just throw the ball far. So that's why he was good. Nah, like he was a good quarterback in college. Like he lit teams up and he was just athletic enough to get by people. And they try to box these quarterbacks in in the NFL and it's just, it's not the same. And, and people can call them out on it now and, and see that, you know? Like at the end of the day, like let's, see, let's call a spade a spade. Josh Allen is an athletic quarterback. That's what his game is based off of. He has a very strong arm, but the main facet of his game is the fact that he's 6'6 and he's athletic. He's not a traditional pocket passer. So you can't say, oh yeah, he just sits in the pocket and, and, and just dices him up. Which he can, which Lamar can too also. But like, how come right. that knock is never used for him? Like Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is very similar. Patrick Mahomes right now is very similar to how Aaron Rodgers' career started out at. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was a guy that got out of the pocket and made plays. You know what I'm saying? Like out of, out of like waiting until stuff breaks down and then I can dice you up. He wasn't just sitting in the pocket, just throwing the whole game. 
Now, obviously, because he's gotten older, he doesn't run as much anymore. It doesn't improvise as much. But their games are very similar. But we never yeah. had that knock on Aaron Rodgers. Right. It, the knocks are being directed at certain quarterbacks. And, and just to add this last quote, um, the third quarterback that kind of was brought up in media attention is Kyler Murray for the Arizona Cardinals. And so his instance was his, he recently signed a contract extension. Um, and in the contract details, it was either leaked or it was just generally announced that there was a stipulation that he has to have an additional four hours of study time, um, regardless of what is already expected by the team. And so again, underlyings of he's not intelligent enough to get the playbook with just the basic studying, so he needs to study more. Or it's he's too lazy, so we're stipulating that he has to study more um, for him to get his contract. And maybe there's other ways you can look at it, but I think those are the pretty two obvious ways that somebody would kind of would see why you would need to put that in a contract. And so he came out and said, to think that I can accomplish everything in my career and not be a student of the game is disrespectful. It's almost a joke. And it, again, it, it just goes back to this kind of, stereotype of what black quarterbacks are in this league not being intelligent enough not being able to comprehend a playbook and Kyler's you know he hasn't had the most success in the playoffs but he's a good quarterback and he's played extremely well and it's crazy to think that he's not a student of the game the way that he he plays and how much success he's had in college and in the NFL so far and again just another shot I don't know if that was leaked or if it was purposefully announced his contract but again it, it's funny how you've got these three attacks attacks maybe is too strong of a word but three comments on these quarterbacks um, all kind of leading to a similar idea of, of their play style and kind of how they can handle their role. And it was funny too, because I don't know if anybody watched um, Jamarcus Russell's, um, he did, uh, what's, the, what's the TV show with um, Brandon Marshall? Um, athletes something. Yeah. So he was on there and it was pretty much talking about like his whole career and stuff like that. And he pretty much talked about it like, bro, like the NFL talks about because he's like the biggest story is always the fact that they said that, you know, I didn't study enough as a as a as a quarterback and stuff. He's like, there's motherfuckers, he's like, there's motherfuckers that study 40 hours a week, like after practice, and they still go out there and throw four picks. So like, what are you really telling me that you can study all you want? At the end of the day, if you ain't as talented, you ain't as talented as me. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah. I understand like where he's coming from. Like, obviously, people are going to take that the wrong way. But, like, he's completely right. At the end of the day, like, obviously, like, you've got guys that, like, you put in the work and it shows and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, on a football field, you need dogs. Like, it doesn't matter what you see on film because what you see on film might not actually show up on a football field. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, things like, Asante Samuel said, you know, I was leading the NFL picks and I never watched film. He was like, I saw, you know, I might know one or two routes this guy likes to run, and I know what he's going to be. Mm -hmm. Some of it's just skill. Like, I feel like someone like that is probably like Brett Favre. Like, I feel like then it was like, oh, well, let me take a couple Percocet and go out here and throw this thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gunslinger. And he was good for it. He was yeah. good for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's incredibly underappreciated how intelligent you have to be to be a quarterback in the league. And even if you get to be a quarterback and then don't make it, you got there in the first place, which says you were smart enough to get there. You, and it's, reaction it's, time. And rea yeah, exactly. To be able to process 
from the snap of the ball, what defense they're in, what they're like, there's so much that goes into in it, under right? five seconds, in, in way less than that, less and, than and that. under yeah, a yeah. and under a second, yeah, really. The you have to be able to process like six it. seconds, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and you need to know what the defense is in. Yeah, so it's it's memory that you have to put in. Yeah, so it's laughable to say that these quarterbacks, white or black or whatever, are not intelligent. These are some of the smartest guys you'll probably talk to. Um, and to just kind of see these comments continue to happen about black quarterbacks particularly is just it, – it speaks to a sadness of just kind of how the game needs to move forward. It, there needs to be some changes in management, ownership, I don't know, but how people look at the game because it, it, it's changing and you got to be prepared for those changes. I mean, like I said, but, I mean, you know me personally, I'm a huge Jamarcus Russell fan, so, you know, I rock with Jamarcus Russell. If you guys get a chance Marcus. to go watch the interview, go watch the interview. Like I said, Jamarcus Russell is the reason why I'm an LSU fan to this day. Mm. Hey. hey, shout out Jamarcus. There you go. <laughs> oh, we got we got anything right. else? I got that off my chest. I appreciate y'all. I had to vent about the, these this nonsense in football for a little bit. No, I, think that was I do want to ask y'all one, okay. one question right before, you know, because we're coming up on that season, fantasy football season. So, you know, I, I just need some – anybody got any fantasy football advice mid-season? I was asked last year. I need to get back to my winning ways. So, mm -hmm. if anybody's got any secrets that they got for this year, please let me know. <laughs> well, yo, so a lot of people are going to sleep on this one for me, but I'm going to let the masses know what I'm thinking. Nikhil Harry – is about to have a decent season with this trade. It's his second chance. I forgot what team he got traded to. He's not going to be great, but I'm calling it right now. He's going to have a two to five week span where you got some guys that are hurt or something. He's going to be a good pickup. I'm calling it right now. I can I'm see it. I like, I like, yeah, I can see that. I like If you play um, like DraftKings or something like that, and you know you in the bottom of the barrel. That's gonna be a good pickup. And hopefully a free Justin Fields will will improve that too. Yeah, more open. But bro, yeah, yeah. And like he's a, he's just a a freak. Like he's gonna get some screens and run some touchdowns or something. So like, yeah, that's mm. yeah, that's my that's my sleeper sleeper pick. I like it. I'll have to think about it, Mook. I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. We'll, we'll collaborate. Absolutely. Ooh. I need some. Uh, and another note, we had some people who uh, put in some topics for some OTR topics. We got to put some more stuff up on social media, get some more OTR topics from the people. Uh, so appreciate y'all who put in your, your topics. We're definitely going to get into a mailbag episode soon. Uh, so, you know, we post shit, interact with it, you know, respond. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to send shit. I'm going to send shits to get you with that same energy you're going to go drive to Fitchburg with. So, <laughs> uh, oh man yo oh, also know, also man. shout out to our shout out to our otr tbt Moneyball team for making it to the mm. you know semifinals yesterday mm. um shout out to them man let's do that let's do it next year let's get the let's get the ship next year absolutely Take all right man, we'll tell the good people where to find us man it's been another episode of Off the Rip. You can find us at Off the Rip dot podcast or Off the Rip underscore podcast. Or tell a friend, you tell a friend, you tell a friend. If you give us a listen, you won't be disappointed. Hey, it's been another episode of Off the Rip. Oh, yeah,
homies on that drug list. All the family fucked up, split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to hood love with. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game ain't fair. I don't make the rules. But if you break free and nobody cares, the worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck?